0: This episode of To Your Good Health Radio is being brought to you by Cardio Miracle, the ultimate nitric oxide booster with over 50 whole food, heart healthy, bioavailable nutrients. Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. The human lifespan is increasing and more people are now living to 100 years and beyond. In the 2030s, it will be commonplace for people to live to 120 years of age. Are you making preparations for a longer and healthier future? Joining us today is returning guest, Dr. Michael Roizen. His new book, The Great Age Reboot, offers the most comprehensive and forward-looking book on aging to date. If you would like an action plan on how to prepare now for the future internal and external body that you're going to have, don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest was named Chief Wellness Officer at the prestigious Cleveland Clinic in 2007, the first such position in a major healthcare institution. He's the past chairman of FDA advisory committees and a former editor for six medical journals. He's an award-winning number one New York Times best-selling author and has appeared on many television shows, including The Today Show, Good Morning America, 2020, Larry King, and Oprah. Back in 2009, I was the health expert for Lifetime Television's morning show, and I flew the entire production team from Miami to Ohio so I can interview this amazing, cutting-edge doctor that was 13 years ago, and I still consider him to be one of the most brilliant minds in health and wellness, Welcome back to the show, co-author of the new book, The Great Age Reboot, uh, Dr. Michael Royzen. Jeez, it's so nice to be here, David. Thank you very much. Oh, so great to have you back. I love your new book. You know, it's really it's an intriguing read. It gets us all excited about we want everyone wants to live longer. You give us hope. Share with us what inspired you to write The Great Reboot?
1: Well, I almost should have my co-author tell you what inspired the book. Um, because he's so good at it, but let me tell you, it started when we would play ping pong every uh, Saturday and he would, uh, before we'd play, we'd sit down. I think it was a matter of his trash talking me so I wouldn't focus on the ping pong game as he's a very competitive player. And he would always say, what's happening in medicine? And so then I would say, what's happening in real estate? Albert Ratner was for twenty five years uh, the chair of the board and CEO of Four City Enterprises, which built things like uh, Barclays Place in the New York Times Building in New York, and uh, redeveloped Stapleton Airport, et cetera. So um, I w- and and after a while, he said, you know, what is happening in the research field you're describing, which was the mechanism of aging field in 14 areas, he said it's going to change population demographics a great deal. We're going to be a lot older, but functioning younger. And in addition, he said it, it has the chance of creating a real boom if that science works out and people ought to know how to take advantage of it. And I would question him on, again, trying to get him to focus not on ping pong, but on his field, what would happen in building, et cetera. And so after about, uh, I would guess a year or two of this, he said, let's write a book about this because this is important for people to plan about it. So the first uh, part of the book is about Um, What's happened so far um, in these 14 areas of research? Right now, as you you know, we've extended life expectancy from about 41 in 1890 to about 78 now, about two and a half years every 10 years in a relatively straight-line fashion. But we think you're going to get a 30-year boost in longevity in the next 10 years because of these 14 areas. So the first part of the book is about the 14 areas of research. The next section of the book is one that Albert Ratner and uh, Peter Lineman really um, constructed and, and wrote, which is on what's gonna to happen to economics, what's gonna to happen to population, what's going to happen uh, that you can take advantage of in this boom, and how can you plan for it? And the third part of the book, which is about half of the book, is what you can do now in each of the areas to um, either reboot that specific organ or keep yourself as young as possible in planning for the reboot. So those are the three sections of the book.
0: Yeah, I know with all the statistics we hear about on how many people die every year from cancer, heart disease, and diabetes. Share with us, how are people gonna live longer? Is it gonna be from medical advances, healthier eating, or are we just becoming innately more resilient?
1: I think we're, it's probably not innately more resilient. Um, in fact, I think what, there are really six major areas that, have, um, that are key for keeping yourself young. One is uh, managing stress, um, and the best way is with uh, what we call posse and a passion that is with friends. And as you, when you're young, friends are easy because you know, cause you've got school and sports. But as you get older, um, it, you have to nurture friends. So it's nurturing friends, um, developing, having close friends and then having a purpose in life. Um, the, and sometimes that's a grandkid. Sometimes that's a hobby. Sometimes it's a, it's a baseball game. Some or, or team uh, sports team. Sometimes it's, uh, if you will, your real passion, like mine is of of spreading how people can be healthier. Um, so stress management is number one because stress is the greatest danger. The second biggest is um, your food choices, your portion size, and time of eating. The third is the four areas of physical activity that have been shown to make a difference to longevity. The fourth is avoiding unforced errors, such as texting while driving or vaping or smoking or living near a a freeway. Uh, The fifth is sleep and brain health. Um, And the sixth is uh, an area of of supplements and if you will, uh, small molecules. We even saw a study yesterday or in the in the recent past past week at the most on, uh, if you will, multivitamins and how they, um, we knew that they were, if you took them for 20 straight years, the 10-year data showed no benefit, but you took them for 20 straight years decreased cancer rates by about 18% in the randomized controlled trials, decreased cardiovascular disease by about 25%. But this study uh, in the last week was on cognitive functioning and how um, they uh, improved that over a three-year period. So the the point um, is that there are always data coming out. but um, at our website, thegreatagereboot.com, we've been sent at least Uh, 50 different supplements. I think it's 52 people have suggested that we review, of which about 16 have enough data to say most of us over the age of 50 should be uh, trying them. We're talking to a provider about them anyway.
0: Yeah. I know there's a chapter in your book sharing what the world's going to look like in 2050. And a few things you discuss is the housing boom, the elderly starting new careers. But I'm curious, where do you see our food supply going? Will we still have access to organic fruits and veggies and meat? Or are we going to be relying on lab-created foods, which seems to starting now getting popular?
1: Yeah, I think, um, well, lab-created foods are, if you will, I think we're going to end up with bio-manufactured foods um, because it's much more efficient and much better for the environment to do so. Let me give you the example. So um, all of us know about beer. What? What? How do we make beer? Beer is taking sugar and giving it to yeast and then turning it into, um, if you will, alcohol. Um, that process is, is Derived because the yeast have been doing this for a long time and there's specific yeasts that do this and they keep that's how you do the the biofermenting or bioreactor. Well, if you have a city the size of Cleveland or Pittsburgh or Miami, any one of those three cities and just had bioreactors in them, just need water, which you can get obviously uh, from Uh, Lake Erie for Pittsburgh and Cleveland or uh, from the ocean from Miami and a few natural things and you gene edit into the yeast to make corn they will make corn that tastes every bit like and is good nutritiously as the corn we now have so the the human um, longevity revolution that is the great age reboot that we expect really started at the uh, when when the human genome project started because of all the data we could get and now gene editing we can do well you can gene edit it into yeast much easier than you can humans and in a city the size of, Los, of of miami or Pittsburgh or of Cleveland any one of those three if you just did bioreactors, you could produce the entire world's food. So um, it it doesn't take much space to do this. It's much more efficient and you can get it to taste every bit as good because you can gene edit into, you can take the corn, um, if you will, genome and put it into yeast and have it produce corn. And so bioreacting um, and maybe um, you'll have on your show. I know I'm going to, after this, if you don't have it on your show, I'm going to do it on my podcast on Radio MD as well. That uh, the, uh, we ought to have biomanufacturing because it's so much better for the environment. It's better for uh, climate change. It essentially eliminates um, the problem of climate change considerably because it's so much more efficient. And uh, um, you. so you're not short of food at all.
0: Yeah, what about like uh, you you and I both have shows on Radio MD Network and we've interviewed many of the same health experts and most have north to south pole differences of opinion but one thing I've noticed is the majority of them still kind of agree. Inflammation is the root cause of disease. How will our future selves control this underlying cause of sickness and death? Will these foods actually help it or what's going to happen with our internal fire as we age?
1: Well the what we know is that stress management is a key component of it. So first of all, um, if, uh, if you have friends and a passion um, and practice such as deep breathing or guided imagery or progressive muscle relaxation, meditation, whatever you do to manage stress, that turns off genes that make inflammatory proteins and turns on genes that decrease inflammatory proteins. So you get to control your genes to a large degree through your epigenes. A lot of inflammation, though, comes from the bacteria inside you. So if you feed those bacteria simple sugars, or you feed those bacteria red meat, carnitine, lecithin, and choline, in combination with saturated fat, you change the genes in the bacteria inside you. You don't change the genes, but you turn them on to produce inflammatory proteins. So one of the things we know is that to a large degree, we control inflammation by both the food choices, the time we eat, and then um, if you will, and part of that is what we feed the bacteria inside us. I think we're going to see a microbiome that is the, the bacteria inside us. We're going to see a huge change in them because the proteins they produce um, is, is a lot of uh, what happens to our body.
0: Yeah. So true. I think we're on just the beginning stages of understanding the microbiome. So I I would predict 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. We're going to have it mastered because it's it's, it's, just coming to fruition. Now, talk to us about regenerative medicine. I know it's starting to make some waves. And this is something I read that you predict will become standard medicine. And that includes changing our cells, mitochondria, turning our DNA switches backwards, which gets us to age in reverse. How does something that sounds like a science fiction movie going to become norm?
1: Well, A uh, physician scientist, Dr. Yamanaka, in uh, 2004, uh, published data on the four gene changes. If you turn these four genes on, you could reset your switches, your epigenetic switches, back to their original factory settings. Let me go and say that. So when the Human Genome Project started, we expected to find 300,000 genes in our nuclei because that's how much DNA we had. There was only 22,500 genes found by both the Collins Project at NIH and the Ventnor Project in uh, the private domain. And um, they said, what's the rest of the DNA? They called it junk DNA initially. Seven years later, they said it's really switches that control our genes, whether on or not. Genes are really just protein factories, and whether that factory is on or not is controlled by your epigenes or your switches. And It turns out, if you turn on four genes, um, you change those switches back to their original factory settings. Yamanaka got the Nobel Prize for it. They're called the Yamanaka factors. If you turn on all four in mice, you, get, you can take a 107-week-old mouse and make it a 40-week-old mouse. The problem in human terms, 107-year-old to 40-year-old, so it's 107-week-old to 40-week-old in, in mouse terms. Um, but what happens is in two human-year equivalents, about three weeks, they develop cancers. So although they're functioning younger, they then develop cancers and die. But what three groups have found, one group at a private firm outside UC Davis, uh, a research group at, in Switzerland at the university there, and a group in, at Coleco, now the Google Moonshot company working on aging, has found that if you turn on three of those four Yamanaka factors, you don't turn on the gene called c-Myc. If you turn on three of the four, um, you get um, the mouse to be rebooted back to their original factory settings, a 35 week old mouse, but they don't develop cancer so far. They're about uh, 45 weeks into this at their oldest. so. They're now about 85 weeks old um, or 85 years old without developing cancers. So um, this looks like a way of regenerating, rebooting us back towards a much younger self. So we expect that someday that may be used in humans where you go in one end of the car wash at 90 and you come out the other end at at 40. But for now we think most of the (laughs) Most of the medicine will occur organ by organ, and um, so that's why it's so important to uh, do those 180 things and do the right supplements and not the wrong supplements that keep you younger until the, the reboot comes about in a bigger way. It's going to be organ by organ for the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a neat car wash. You know, they say 60 is the new 40. I only wish the cop that pulled me over last week for speeding agreed with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, He did not even laugh. Confessions, (laughs) confessions. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this. Another topic you, you've talked a lot about and had you on the show was obesity. And in the Great Age Reset, you share how brown fat will play a key role on controlling the obesity epidemic that we know today. Share with us what is brown fat and how can it help us become less fat?
1: Yeah. So the, it's really the Great Age Reboot. Um, and the um, what this is is white fat and brown fat come from the same mother fat, if you will. Poor, potent fat, or I'm just gonna call it mother fat. So mother fat, um, when you're young, you have more brown fat and it uses calories to keep us warm. It produces heat from fat and glucose. So we have it when we're young, when our mothers can't swaddle us to keep us warm enough and our organs warm enough to survive and thrive. White fat hangs off our bellies. It's from excess calories. It was used as a storage mechanism during famines so that we could survive. But of course, if we have it for long term, it causes non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. It rots out your liver, causes increases your risk for type two diabetes, heart disease, cancer, stroke, and dementia, and is the major cause of osteoarthritis and inflammation in the body. Well, imagine if you could take that white fat, regress it to mother fat, and then turn it into brown fat. Now that's been done in three different animal species. The largest um, is sheep. And you say, why did the researchers at Clemson University do it to sheep? It's because sheep don't know how to stop eating either, and they develop non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So if you, re, if you prevent, or if you take white fat and turn it into brown fat, the sheep get thin, they don't develop alcoholic fatty liver, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and uh, they live a long time and are able to give their wool for much longer. And so that's why it was done at Clemson, but it's been done in three animal species now. And obviously if it's, if it's done, it, as, as Peter Lineman, the third author of the book, who's an economist from Wharton, and we talk a lot about the economy, says, if this really occurs, then um, the weight loss industry and Weight Watchers, et cetera, will go out of business. And instead, uh, you should own stock in haagen
0: Exactly. And it's interesting because that could be a key factor because if you look at the, the primary killers, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, cancer, a lot of that is from being ob- overweight or obese. That's like the, one of a catalyst. So by focusing on that, we could be eliminating a lot of these deadly diseases as well, not just, hey, you look thinner, you live longer.
1: That's exactly right.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Talk to us about uh, pain and aging because you know in my office as I see people getting older boy they can hardly walk, their joints need replaced, they're in pain and they can't move and you know lack of mobility is common in elderly. Will these joints need to be replaced with superior bionic parts later down to to keep up with the world or is it going to be other areas? Before we continue, I want to tell you about an amazing product called Cardio Miracle. The number one cause of death in America is cardiovascular disease. On average, somebody dies of a heart attack or stroke every 36 seconds. The good news is, you don't have to be a statistic young old and in between we all need more nitric oxide in our bodies it's essential for our overall health because it helps blood nutrients and oxygen travel throughout the body research shows a lack of nitric oxide may be associated with high blood pressure heart disease diabetes and even erectile dysfunction Cardio Miracle's ultimate nitric oxide advanced delivery system reaches a cellular level so it starts to work within seconds. You also get over 50 whole food nutrients in every delicious scoop. I take Cardio Miracle every day, not just for my heart, but my entire body. And you should too. It's backed by science and a 60 day no risk money back guarantee. If you want to improve your heart health, increase your energy, mental clarity and boost your immune system, order Cardio Miracle today. Cardiomiracle.com and use promo code CARDIO NOW for 20% off. Cardiomiracle.com, promo code CARDIO NOW.
1: You know, no one knows the answer to that, but we do know, you know, the, the interesting thing is when we started doing the research in this, um, people would suggest in our, on our website and anyone can suggest um, at greatagereboot.com, that we look at something. And so we were suggested to look at ASU, avocado, soybean, unsurponifiable. It's a common supplement used in France. Um, It's got a different name there, but that's what it does. And it actually modifies, it's the only disease-modifying agent we can find for osteoarthritis um, that has very few side effects. The data published in the British Medical Journal on side effects, which we review in the in the book. By the way, all the references are in the book and also in on our website, and they're updated in the app. we have an app that goes companion for the book called Reboot Your Age. Reboot Your Age is the app, and you can find information about it at Great Age Reboot. Um, but all the references are there. But um, In the British Medical Journal article on side effects in 3,000 people, there virtually were none, none that were, um, if you will, uh, a a major concern. Um, And this actually slows the rate, um, actually reverses um, some osteoarthritis. Um, And if you, uh, so, Mobility is a major uh, cause of that pain that is either back pain or joint pain. And so there are two things that you should do when you're younger to avoid that. One is 40 jumps a day. And the second is something like, and, and I believe in avocado, soybean, unsaponifiable. The reason 40 jumps a day when you look at the data um, on building muscle and keeping discs lubricated, so, and and um, if you will, hydrated. So one of the real problems with our back is that the discs which are between the, the spinal bones, those discs get dried out. And in the studies, um, of MRI, looking at hydration of those discs and looking at bone thickness. Um, one of the things, and the only thing I know that keeps your discs lubricated and your and adds bone to your hips and spinal areas is, in fact, jumping. And it's forty jumps a day. And, and I think of it, it's very similar to muscle. If When you stress a muscle, you get a little tear in it, and it's as though the muscle says to you, you might tear me today, but I'm going to build stronger tomorrow, so you can't. And so your muscle gets stronger by resistance training or weightlifting. In your joint, your joints and your discs, it's like you get a little injury when you jump on a hard surface, and that stimulates the osteoporosis blast to repair it with more bone and it stimulates um, more hydration of the disc. So you want to start that early enough in life. Um, Once you get pain, I don't know um, how well uh, that works, but um, you want to stimulate that as early as possible as far as yeah. I know.
0: I think you just increased uh, trampoline sales right now. I think some people are right now they there saying, Hey <laughs> ah,
1: no no, it's 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 jumping. Hard on surface. A hard <laughs> <surface>. <laughs> That's what I thought. Not no. not on not yeah, on a rebounder or a trampoline. You 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 gotta you gotta jar, <laughs>
0: gotta the, jar bone the bones that makes sense And the disc. Makes sense. Now, hey, last time you're on the show, you said stress is a major ager, and two seconds later, Doc, I lost connection. This was a live show. I can't get back on the show co-host is jumping in and I finally get on the show and and you said did you get some gray hairs <laughs> it was a major stress factor talk to us about stress. what it's a big ager what are we gonna do in the future Are we gonna have uh, uh, meditation booze so what do you think people can do in the future to combat stress
1: well the the most important thing for stress is in fact friends and a passion. Uh, and purpose in life. So um, you have friends and uh, the passion you have for what you do keeps you resilient and with a with fewer gray hairs than you would otherwise do. you know, one of the, the job with the greatest stress is, as you guess, is being President of the United States. And when we look at the ages of uh, what happened to, uh, the presidents, we did it from 1900 to 2004 because we had all the, the, the their medical data was available for our last president. It wasn't available. but at least through 2000 from 1900 to 2004, most of the data was published. And they aged about twice as many years as they were in office. So if you were in office eight years like Bill Clinton, you were 16 years older. If you were in pre- in in office for four years, like uh, I guess, um, uh, Bush the first, um, you aged about eight years. So it was almost consistent that you you aged double the number of years. Um, and one of the things that president that happens to presidents is they lose their friends, um, as you'd think they would have all kinds of buddies, but because they, their buddies start asking for favors in their last part of their years, um, they, don't, they, they, have, they lose friends. And uh, so Obama was very smart to keep playing basketball and to keep his friends that way, um, if you look at it. So yeah, that's it interesting. is, uh, you do lose friends as your president
0: wow that's funny as i think back of all the decades of, of done radio geez my 28 years uh little tidbits i've picked up over the years and one of them i'll never forget was from you uh this was back during our first interview you said the number one thing you can do to protect your heart is to floss your teeth and it was just mind-boggling can you share briefly with the listeners what on earth dental floss has anything to do with heart health
1: yeah um it was it was it's the largest one easy thing and we don't really know other than um, periodontal disease is a large cause of low-grade inflammation that causes plaque to build and to break off in your heart and um, blood vessels to your brain. So it's a cause of both stroke and heart attack. Um, and um, There's various theories on why this is. The leading theory is that the bacteria that gather there stimulate a inflammatory reaction from your immune system and that that inflammatory reaction carries throughout the body and affects plaque. So the way we get plaque in our arteries, that is atherosclerotic plaque, is that um, you get a small tear in the blood vessels of your arteries, and um, you plaster over that tear with LDL cholesterol. That is the patch or the or the uh, patchwork for your um, little tear. Is to um, instead of plaster in the wall, it's actually uh, LDL cholesterol. That's that then gets inflamed, and it's the inflammation of that that builds it up into plaque. So, stopping inflammation decreases that. Further, when you get a lot of inflammation, you can rupture those plaques. That plaque breaks off, travels down the artery, and that causes, directly causes, heart attacks and strokes. And again, it is um, periodontal disease disease of the gums of your. Uh, mouth that are associated with it. So flossing is a very effective way at decreasing periodontal disease, flossing regularly, and so that's why that's recommended
0: yeah so for you people concerned about heart disease the tooth will set you free get to the root cause and that's the root of your teeth because you know we hear so some of the other things exercise diet but i'll never forget that i'm like wow it was a my it was an eye-opener for me so i appreciate that little tidbit in the minute we have left anything else you'd like to share with the listeners that we didn't cover today
1: uh no other than um i i suppose the one thing i want to tell people is you can ask us questions at greatagereboot.com you can also uh, get that app that keeps things current at uh, greatagereboot.com. It's the Reboot Your Age app. Um, and uh, the other thing is to thank you, David, for what you do, not only today with uh, talking about the Great Age reboot, but all the time because the information shared on Radio MD is so wonderful. Um, and and I, I, I will just say one thing you have the same producer I do, Caitlin. And I didn't realize she was two-timing us.
0: You can have her every, every other week. (laughs) We'll share. Yeah, she's, she's a gem. She's, she's phenomenal though. And, uh, well, that was so great. It was great, great chat with you again. You're welcome back anytime and always sharing such great life extending tidbits with us. And some of the things you hinted back 13 years ago, here you are just exploding with them now in this great age reboot book. I love it. It's called the great age reboot, cracking the longevity code for a younger tomorrow. Who doesn't want that? Hopefully you do get your copy everywhere books are sold and you can follow Dr. Roizen on Twitter at Dr. Mike Roizen on Instagram. He's at Dr. Michael Roizen and on Facebook, it's Dr. Real Age. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Dr. David Friedman on Instagram. I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard something today that would benefit somebody you know, be sure and share this podcast. It's available at 2 and RadioMD.com and peruse our podcast library and share these segments with friends family and co-workers sharing is caring until next time be well this episode of To Your Good Health Radio is brought to you by Cardio Miracle, the ultimate nitric oxide booster with over 50 whole food heart-healthy nutrients. If you want to improve your heart health, increase your energy, mental clarity, and boost your immune system, order Cardio Miracle today at CardioMiracle.com. Use promo code CardioNow for 20% off. CardioMiracle.com, promo code CardioNow.